0: Okay, so thank you very much for inviting me. So once again, we'll uh, talk about um, the Patanjali Yoga Sutra. So before start our, this episode, we'll pray to Patanjali by one beautiful prayer. So join your palms, back and neck straight. Take a deep breath, inhale. And exhale, Yogena gain a chitta, Malam Sarira, you Pravaram Muninam. Patanjali, Pranjali, Ranatosmi, Om Shante, Shante, Shante. Our obese sins to Patanjali. Forgive us this beautiful Yoga Sutra, Yoga Knowledge. Once again, welcome everyone. So last time, we discussed about uh, the different types of yoga practitioner. There are three types of practitioner. One is mridu, or is called beginner, Mathya, intermediate, and Adhimatra, or advanced. So, to control our Chitta, Patanjali gave us very beautiful two techniques is called Abhyasa and Bhairagya. So, regular practice and detachment from the negativities or any activities which make us down from our yoga journey. And Patanjali also gave us the three different components of the practice one is dirgakala Kala, or for long time practice. Second component is Nairanta or the regular practice. And third one, Satkara Savita, with positive attitude. So these three components, if we include in our practice, it can give us a very strong base or strong foundation Patanjali called as Drudha Bhumi. So it will give us a solid foundation for our yoga journey. So this is this needed in the beginning stage. Let us practice regular with positive attitude and sometimes detach from all the negativities which make our path more down. When we improve in our practice, we we'll go for the Kriya Yoga, the second techniques, which is very beautiful sloka. Tapaswatyayuswara pranidhanani, Kriya Yoga. So let us improve to the second stage, where we should practice a little bit more tapasya, or austerity, and Swatihaya, self-study, and study the scriptures, improve and check our journey, whether we are going in right direction, or... I'm sorry, now the power cut is here. <laughs> so, the light is...
1: That's okay, just continue. That's not the a
0: big So, I'm talking about the Kriya Yoga. So, Kriya, when we improve a little bit more in our yoga practice, we should practice The Kriya, which have three things, Tapa, Swadhyaya, and Nishwara Pranidhana. Tapa means austerity. Swadhyaya means study the scripture and check ourselves whether we are improving it is, whether we are doing any mistake. Every day we have to study or analyze our progress, analyze ourselves. And the third one is, Iswara pranidhana completely surrender and ex not expect every time the fruits of our karma or the practices just to surrender accept the god's mercy or the divine's mercy so ishwara pranidhana patanjali go a little bit more deeper especially to the practitioner who have a little bit soft heart or who is easily um, Compromise or who little bit easily um, affected by the by the negativities. So, Patanjali gave us if you cannot do more practices, just concentrate on ishvara pranidhana, which is called ishvara pranidhana. Tva means we have to completely surrender to the Almighty God. Uh, in scripture, there is two kinds of example. How to surrender to the God. The first one is like a monkey's baby. We we saw many times. The monkey, um, the baby always cut to the mother monkey. And the mother monkey jumped from one tree to another, one branch to another. If the monkey child not cut properly, then he will fall down when the mother jumping from here to there. So it means the duty of the monkey child is just to cut the mother and mother will bring him from one place to another. He don't have no other other worry that how I will go from one place to another, how I will uh, develop my life. Just he cut the mother. Likewise, if we cut the Divine God or Almighty by like a monkey child, He will take us from one life to another, or from one place to another, from one activity to another. We have no any other responsibility to the Almighty God. And there is another example of how to surrender the God is the, the kitty or the baby cat. So the baby cat not cut the the mother cat, he just wet and completely relaxed when the mother cat cut him. So the mother cat cut to the baby cat by the teeth. That time, the baby cat not jump here, they're not, uh, not going here, they're just, make himself surrender to the mother cat and mother cat cut by his her mouth and bring the baby cat from one place to another so one place in the monkey child they have to cut and another side the baby cat not cut the mother just give off all other activity, just make his body, make his body uh, and surrender to the mother cat. And the cat bring the baby cat from one place to another. So likewise, we can cut the God completely and accept the God. Another side, not cut any other things, just to surrender and wait for the time mother cat or like Mother God will come and bring us from one place to another. So there is two way to surrendering the God. So that is Ishwara Pranidhana. And this is very easy. Most of us we can be relaxed or we can be happy. We can live peacefully by any one of these. Either become a monkey child or become a cat child. Now, in the Patanjali Yoga Sutra, there is talking what will happen if we surrender to the God. Now, the Patanjali talking, Tatchapaha Tadarta Bhavanam If we chant the holy name or the, the mantra of the God's divine name, it will slowly, slowly purify our heart, all the impurities will go out and we become more clear and we can understand the Divine or the Universal, the Supreme God. So now the question comes, how we can call the God? So, Patanjali gave us another Sutra that Tasya Pachakaha Pranabaha we should call him by his name that is called Om Pranabaha, the first sound of this Universe. It's called Om. Earlier, we already discussed about the Om. <clears throat> so Patanjali give us, I can give you one example uh, how to call it. Uh, like, we all have the name. So when we call by name, we we always come to listen. So likewise, if we call only God, 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 maybe God, not listen but God have a name potentially given here that is Om so that if we chant all regularly Om, Om, Om so God will listen and will ask what you want like when you go somewhere in the, any reception any hotel, anywhere when you go and ask just reply the reply or the response comes what can I help you so likewise, when we always call Om Om, when we chant regularly, one day will come. The God will respond and ask us, "What you need? What can I help you?" And in our um, Vedic mantra, we always chant Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Earlier we discussed about Om Shanti. Why we chant three times? What is the meaning? So I just repeat this. When we chant always Om Om Om, and the God response will come, and then we can ask Him to give us the Santi or the peace. So this is a very beautiful mantra. I love Pasya Bachuka So from here we got the name of Om. So this is a very good verse, and all the beginners, practitioner, or any intermediate practitioner whenever they feel any problems, they can surrender to God and accept the God's mercy and wait for the good things and continue our yoga journey. Now, there are many of our students, they might be confused and sometimes any doubts how to understand who is God. So, to clear this point, patanjali give a very nice another sutra that kresa karma vipaka asaya paramastaha purusa visesa iswara so in sastra we call ishwara the purusa but he is visesa purusa like special man purusa we in in hindi or in sanskrit we call the man and we are purusa, we are man, God also man, but he is a business purusa. he is somebody who is very special, who have more divinity, who have more strength, more power. And other characteristics also, Patanjali give you, first characteristic is, he have no klesa, God not feel any difficulties, or any pain, or sufferings, but we people are suffering because we have tendency to enjoy our senses and God have no tendency <clears throat> like how we enjoy. God is, like last time I told, God always give, give, give and forgive and we people are always get, get, get and forget. So, first characteristic is, God have no question. Second is, Karma. God is not bound to any activities or any actions. But we people here, we must have to do something. Nobody can sit ideal. When we born here, we have to do certain activities even sleeping also one activities, eating also one activities, even go for cleaning our stomach, go to toilet, that is also one activities. So nobody can sit ideal. We have to do certain activities. <coughs> I'm sorry. But God have no any responsibilities, but by compassion, or by his mercy he comes to show us some example that how we can become a good person so sometimes he in he takes some incarnation to show us how to be ideal but he is not bound he have no specific responsibilities that he have to do certain activities so god if we see the characteristics, first one, he has no any pain or suffering. Second, he is not bound to work. And the third one is Vipaka. If he have no any action, so he is not get the result. We people are waiting for the result. For example, if we do some activities, let's say you open your podcast, now you're waiting how it will be improved, how it will become more famous, how people will get the information. So it's your expectation, you wait for the result. But God is not waiting for the results. And the third one here, no answer. he is not bound by any attachment. We people have attachment, but he have no any attachment. He has no any karma bandana. He is not bound by any net of action. He is beyond the clutches of this material world. But we are within this material world. So these are some characteristics of a God. If someone asking you that I am God, if in this material world, many of now, Many yogis or many practitioners, many spiritual, just they practice for a few times and maybe they claim that they are the God. So, this is the checkpoint Patanjali give us this characteristic. We should check are they come through all these points? Are they have no any suffering? Are they not feeling any? responsibilities. Are they bound or not bound by this material world? So we check if they come under these characteristics, so it means they are God. But if they are not come in these characteristics, so it means they are fake. So we should understand who is real, who is not real. Now we'll go a little bit more that When we practice yoga regular in our path, we find some difficulties or obstacles. In yoga it is called antaraya. And this antaraya comes physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in many ways. So, I'll, today I will discuss there are certain antaraya or obstacles we call chitta antaraya. The first one is called badhi or the disease. The first obstacles in our yoga journey is called badhi. When we practice yoga, sometimes we found some disease, and this disease reduce our practice. Second is sthana or idealness. It means we have the energy. We can do something, but we are not ready to do. We not go for do the action. Simply sit ideal, not do anything. This is called sthana Second point, this is also one obstacle in our yoga practice. Third one is samsaya or doubt whether I should practice or not, whether I should continue or not. I saw many yoga students beginning, they come with so much enthusiasm, they come with lots of energy, but after one month or two months or even six months, the, the doubt, and the doubt on the yoga practice, sometimes the feeling I am doing, many, many days before I am doing, but I not get any benefit. Or sometimes they not feel happy. So they are in confusion. Whether yoga can give me a good health or not. Whether yoga can help me to realize myself or not. So many doubts come. Some people also doubt yoga comes from India. I am a foreigner, whether I can understand or not. I have no knowledge about Sanskrit. I have no knowledge about English. or I am, I am not educated. I am not very healthy. So lots of doubts comes to our mind. So this is also one kind of obstacle in our yoga path. <clears throat> Next is called Pramada or inattentiveness. This is happening nowadays more. People are inside the classroom. They are studying, but they are not physically and mentally present in the classroom. Many, many of students I saw, physically they're present, but mentally they're absent. So there are, we can see inattentiveness, that is called Pramada. This is also obstacle. Like last time I was teaching in, um, uh, China, so I saw some ladies, they practicing more than one year, but when I asked very simple, simple question to them, they cannot answer, so then I asked them, I, I taught you these techniques or this theory before, did you remember when I teach this class? They talking when 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 means they are confusing. They have they have no ideas. And when they study this kind of philosophy or this kind of techniques, so it means inside the classroom they are not attentive. So this is also one of obstacles in our yoga journey. Next is alasya. This is also one very common obstacles alasya means the laziness or lack of energy many of us we feel oh today i work very hard today i move a lot today i don't want to practice so this is alasya or laziness so this is also one kind of obstacles the next six obstacles is abhirati Abhirati means proneness to sensuality. Like in the beginning, teacher told uh, don't eat so much, don't uh, watch movies so much, or control your senses. So, maybe beginning we control, but after one month, two months, our senses again go back to same pleasure or same things. Maybe we bring back again, and after sometimes again go back. So it means going again and again to our sensual pleasure. So this is also one kind of obstacles we have to control. If we not control, it will go again and again. This is same like the like we saw the pet dog. If we open the neck of the dog. It will go outside, again we have to bring back, again we have to put the neck belt, and we have to keep control on our senses, otherwise it, it come as an obstacle in our path of yoga. Next is Darsana. The views will be mistaken, Many, many of us we sometimes feel like when somebody practice uh, meditation we will feel sometimes some spiritual uh, energy or sometimes we feel calmness, sometimes we feel the lightness or we can see some light in our forehead or like we feel something different and then we stop our practice and we thinking we achieve some supernatural power and we feel I become self-realized. So this is, means the reality we not achieve but we feel that I achieve the reality. We understand the truth. So this is called Bhranti Darsana. So many of us, maybe the serious practitioner they feel like that sometimes uh, they stop their higher pro- practice they not go more they enjoy that stage like if someone achieves some advanced asana so they're thinking i i already finished all the asana practice why should i practice more so they remain lazy or they get some ego and they enjoy that, that stage and that is called darshana, means they they see the, the stage and imagine that this is the final stage. But that is not real, they have to progress more. Next is alapta it means not being able to maintain the progress or they attained. it they not maintain the stage, for example, in in a bank office, someone tried a lot to get the post of manager. And when he become the manager, he cannot maintain that stage. Means he tried to become manager and he become the manager. But when he become the manager, now he lose his energy and he not maintain that position. So that is called alapdha To not maintain the position what he attained. Next is anabastitva unsteadiness in progression. Unsteady, when he practice, when he progress, like today he progress up to 20 percent, next day he should go, more above than the 20, but he not remain in that 20, he going down and again he start from less than 20. Means he become unsteady in his progression. Today some, like we can saw some students when they practice asana, some day they feel very happy and they do two hours, two and half hours, yoga asana practice. And next day, oh, my body paining. Next day they stop. After some week, again some friend come and encourage him. And he again go for practice. And maybe one hour, two hour. And when the friend go back, and when he become alone, and he stop the practice. So this unsteadiness in his practice. So this is also one kind of Obstacle. We have to be uh, regular. We have to continue our practice. The last one is chitta vikshava, scattered mental and emotional energy. When we concentrate, we will progress. But many of time we saw people have mental and emotional energy is scattered, like some energy in the family some energy with the office some energy with some friends some energy with some sensual enjoyment it means our energy is not focused so this is also one kind of obstacles in our path of yoga journey like when we go to some shopping mall we when we shopping something, sometimes they give some bonus or some discount or some extra things when we get more, when we purchase some more things. So likewise, when we have more obstacles like this, automatically there will four more obstacles come with this 10. That is called Big Sepa Sahabhuba. Some core obstacles come with this. One is uh, the four, is called Dukkha Dorumanasya Angamejayatwa swas Praswasa Big Sepa Sahabhuba. The verse number 31 in chapter 1, we can see first one is Dukkha which is distress, we feel sad. When we have obstacles, like above I told, <clears throat> so automatically the distress comes to our life. We feel stressful, we feel harassed. Second is Durmanasya, depression come. stress and depression. And third one is Angama Jayatva, nervousness in our body, we feel shaking, we feel nervous the confidence lose, in our practice also we feel, oh, I cannot, I cannot, because we already <clears throat> have lots of obstacles. And the last one is, swasa praswas, our breathing pattern will change. We sometimes uh, get uh, problems when we breathe, and we all, all know when breathing have problems, our all the emotional and mental disturbance will come and body also affected with lots of disease. So these four are bonus when we have all above antharaya or obstacles. So some students ask, how we can get rid of all these obstacles? So, Patanjali gives just next sutra <clears throat> to get rid of obstacles in your yoga journey. You have to select a system. You have to make a standard method. You have to use a certain techniques Regularly, you have to you have to use a certain or standard method in your life, in your yoga path, to overcome all the obstacles. Like my teacher sometimes told, "Ek saade, sab saade, sab saadhe, sab jai. It means if you practice one thing. Slowly, slowly it can give you more energy or more, it can open the path of others. But if you want to practice all in one time, you cannot get even one. So step by step, one by one, you progress. So accept one in the beginning, what is you feel comfortable, whatever you feel easy or which is you feeling it can achievable so you just accept that practice and keep going keep progressing keep move forward and one day will come you will achieve all i can give you one example like there are many paths in yoga like karma yoga bhakti yoga jnana yoga Raja yoga, Hatha yoga, so you accept, start your journey from one and keep that standard, keep that system for a little longer and slowly, slowly, it can take you up. Like if you practice regular karma yoga, you will practice selfless action, automatically the bhakti, the devotion comes to your heart. And when you come to bhakti, you will connect with good people, you will associate with good people, and you will get the knowledge. And when you get the knowledge, slowly, slowly, you will remember all the good knowledge. You will memorize, you will remember, you will come in the dream of good things, and slowly, slowly, you will meditate on that. And when meditation comes, you will your psychic, your consciousness will improve. <coughs> <coughs> so automatically you will go to the Raja Yoga. So these are all interrelated, interlinked. So let's start from one and slowly, slowly go ahead. So this is called Ekotattva Abhyasa, Patanjali talking. Eka Tatva Abhyasa. Focus in one and slowly, slowly keep practicing all the antaraya, all the obstacles will go aside. <clears throat> like when someone is like, take an example of an athlete. When someone started his athlete career in the beginning, he feel lots of muscle pain, he will feel nervous, You'll feel sometimes a doubt whether I can run or not. Many obstacles comes, But if we keep continuing, if we keep progressing, keep trying, slowly, slowly obstacles will go to the corner, go to the side, and you'll go forward. So this is a very beautiful sutra and formula is called Ekotattva Abhyasana. Now someone asking Dupat Anjali, give some more techniques. So today I will conclude with one more techniques, very, very beautiful. It's touched to my heart and I tried to follow in my life. That is called Chitta Prasadanam. Now our Chitta, our internal things, our mind, our intelligence, our ego, always flickering, always make us disturb. So... Like a child, when disturbed or when become very naughty, mostly the mother gives some food, some delicious food or some beautiful, attractive food, then the child attracts and he not become naughty. So likewise, Patanjali also gives us some food. There are four kinds of food for our chitta, or our mind, intelligence, and to our ego. If we do that, four food, if we give that four food, our chitta or our internal being feel happy. Maitri Karuna, Mudita Upekshanam, Sukha Dukha, Punya Apunya, Visaya Bhavana, Chitta Prasadhanam. There are four things. First one is called Maitri. Maitri means the friendship or friendliness. Personally talking, we have to develop some friendship with sukhī people, those who are happy. We have to develop the attitude of friendliness to the people who are happy. Like, we all in this world want to be happy, but how can we become happy? Like many scriptures are talking, if you connect with thief, you become the thief. If you connect with the yogi or spiritual people, you become spiritual. So the association is very important. So we all want to become happy. So let's make a friendship with happy people. So in the Yoga Sutra called Sukhi people, those who are happy. So make friendship. And when you do this friendship. Your heart, your chitta, or your inner being feel happy. Get the nourishment, get the food. So the first food for your inner being is called maitri or friendliness to the sukhi people or happy people. Second point, karuna, or the second food is called compassion. And Patanjali talking, those who are duki, you should have karuna or compassion. Those who are in distress, those who are in sad, those who have some problems, those who are beggars, those who are living very, uh, the life, your life is here and their life is below towards your standard. So it means they are duki, they are in sad. So let's have, Show us a helping hand to them. Hold their hand and bring them up. Because everybody going up by someone's hand holding. We all grow in our life because someone help us. So this is our time that we should help others. So when we become compassionate to others, we get the food, our food, Chitta, get the nourishment. So this is the second food called compassion to the poor people. And the third one is called mudita to the punya people. Cheerful or feel grateful or give become thankful to the great people, those who are very pious, those who are doing certain Welfare activities, somebody who sacrifices their life for the welfare of others. Like there are many scientists, many doctors, many teachers, many um, uh, spiritual people. They are continuously doing lots of social activities for the well-being of this world. But we people are never bother about them we even not give a good smile to them we're not giving very pleasing words to them so this is a time when we talk with them when we uh, give us our cheerfulness to them when we say thanks to them when we feel grateful to them our heart our inner being feel happy get the nourishment, we get the food, and we feel more blissful, more happy. And I also feel, by my example in my life, when we connect with great people, those who are working selflessly for the welfare of the society, when you connect with them, we get lots of positive energy. You just touch to their hand, you feel something different. You talk to them, you'll get lots of positive vibration. And they also motivate you how to face with negativities. Like many of us, when we, when we face certain small, small negativities, we stop our yoga journey. Many family, the husband and wife, they fight each other, the relationship become problems because of misunderstanding and because of lack of patience. We not listen, we not understand completely and when we find that kind of great people, they share their experience, how to live in this world but not connect with this world. There are lots of simple, simple techniques they adopt and they develop by their experience. And if you connect with them, definitely they will share with you. So that's why first we should go to them, say thank you to them. We should show them our gratitude. We should uh, show that gratefulness to them. And when they feel happy with us, Definitely, they become a very good friend with you also. So, mudita to the good people or the great people. I I, I saw many great people, they are same like child. They have no ego, they have even, they are very simple. They have no anger, they have, uh, what can I say, Uh, means they have no ego. If you talk something bad word also, they not take to their heart. They just listen from this year and throughout that year. And they are busy in their work. They just keep doing their work. So if you connect with them, definitely we get same attitude and same positive vibration in our life. And this is very helpful and this also nourishes our heart, our chitta. And the last point is called Upeksha. Upeksha means we have to neglect or we have to keep distance from the Apunya or the bad people. Bad means those who are not helping us in our yoga path or spiritual life. Maybe bad, many ways we can feel someone is maybe look like good for me but we should go a little bit deeper and understand, is he helping me in our yoga path or in our spiritual journey? Many people they comes to in front of us and they talk very nice words, but in the backside, they are trying to make us down. So we have to understand and keep distance, very simple way we can understand. Those you feel are enemies in your yoga path. You should keep distance, not argue, not fight. Like I can give another example. Like in your national highway or in in your regular path, in, in some certain road, you're going in the path, you drive your car, If in front of your path, if there is some some work is going on, so you not go in that same way, you just give a a diversion and you go in another way. So in this life also we make our goal and we want to achieve peace, we want to connect with the Supreme, we are the Soul, and we want to connect with the Supreme Soul, and we are all divine beings, we are not here to enjoy all the animal tendency. we are not here to become slave of our senses, we want to be master of our senses. So, in this small, small argument, small, small, you know, anger or all kinds of negativities, we don't want to enjoy, we don't want to waste our time. Let us give a diversion, go towards your goal, not spend your time in this unnecessary stress, unnecessary activities. So this is called upeksha. So when we do this, no fighting, no argument, we are in our path, in our journey, so our chitta get nourishment, our mind, our intelligence feel happy, we not waste our energy and time. So these four are the very major food for our chitta. When we give these four things, first one, maitri, friendship, with good people, happy people. Second one, Karuna or compassion to the poor or the needy people. Many times we change the meaning of poor people. Simply we understand those who are needy. Maybe they look like very rich, but when they come to you and begging something, it means they are poor. When they come for help, it means, we have to show some compassion to them. And the third one is the Mudita, should be cheerful, should feel grateful to all the wise people, all the good people, those who are helping to the society, those who are doing welfare to the society, to the world. And definitely, when we feel thankful to them, grateful to them, we will get their experience and this will help us a lot in our yoga journey and the third one the fourth one is the upeksha, or keep distance go away from all the negative people or we can say those who are obstacles in our yoga path so no argument no fighting keep yourself away from the negative people save your time, save your energy, but yes, don't be um, loser or don't feel a uh, coward. like many people are talking, those who not fight, those who not argue with others, they are literally weaker people. But you are talking only see when there is problems in your progression, That time you talk, or that time you fight, otherwise you should go in your way. Means the himsa or violence activities come when there is the end, there is no other option. But I don't think all the yoga students, they should go for the violence activities. We should follow non-violence and progress in our (coughs) yoga path. And I hope this poor food, we should every day give as much as possible. There is no limit, you not get obesity, you not get um, any disease, if you give this poor food to your mind, to your intelligence. So I will conclude here and uh, next time I will go for a little bit more on our Yoga Sutra that uh, what are all the methods to control our chitta, This how to overcome the obstacles. And also I will discuss, if time permits, about the Ashtanga yoga, which is very, very important discussion for all the yoga students. I hope this will be more interesting than all other episodes. Uh, thank you very much for giving me this opportunity.
1: Thank you. Namaste. Thank you so much. uh, I just want to thank you for this wonderful presentation today and this wonderful teaching. Uh, It was fantastic. Thank you. And thank you for sharing the food of Patanjali with us and uh, lending us your hand and and raising us up. Uh, I really appreciate that. And, uh, coming from, uh, my experience with the obstacles, um, it's, it's been very real. And I found for myself, it was, it was taking a yoga uh, teacher training that made me practice every day because our, our training was every day and it was for two weeks every day. And I found that got me because I absolutely had to, that got me into this beautiful routine of, Now, since then, every day, I feel my day isn't complete without practicing yoga. Like, I just feel like I I need that practice in, in my day. And what I've noticed since then is that naturally, my choices have been changing, like what I'm watching on TV. And like these aren't things that I thought of before. It was just more of I oh, do I really want to watch this this war that's on TV right now on this movie? And do I really want to put these negative things and then now recently I've been wanting to dive deeper into yoga and just naturally this has been coming up for me. And and get in going into the scriptures and, and um in learning about the patanjali yoga sutras with you and uh i yeah it's just it's just interesting how these things naturally even come up within us uh and and show that there uh there's more to this and these it, with regular practice all these things can develop within us Anyways, i just wanted to share that you. yeah
0: very you can you can feel that you see patanjali she like if we See, the history of Fatanjali Yoga Sutra, it was written from long, long time ago, somebody talking 5,000 years back. You see, written, or we can find all the sutras, it looks like true, it's happening in our day-to-day life. It's Sometimes I feel amazed how how they know our body, how how they know our mind, how they know our heart. It's all happening. You can see uh, these, all these obstacles. It comes in our yoga path and we find and completely here it there is no other obstacles. It's all included in these points in this sutra. And they also given, you can see that four other things, like I told you the bonus, uh, like how they know this science? Many people talking, yoga is the same like it's, like it's for all the you know emotional people or someone who have no other work, they just come to yoga field. But you see, what a beautiful science here. Everything, if you practice, you will find all things are very real. So that's why I always encourage my students, please go deeper. In your yoga path, you will enjoy your yoga journey. Many people they feel fear when they practice yoga, they feel oh, this asana, that pranayama, that control your senses every day, do meditation. It's very terrible, I cannot sit. Uh, But you you can see when you go more, you feel more enjoyment, you can give more time, and how time will spend. You can't even
1: imagine. Yeah, thank you so much, Pradeep. Sorry, I guess uh, I'm just, uh, the internet's a little bit unstable here, but that's okay. We we will uh, touch base next week and I want to thank you again so much for your time. It was wonderful uh, teachings today.